0: Children of God, I'm back. And I'm back with another episode of My Conversation with the Lord. It's been a while. So I thank you for being patient. And I thank you for listening today. I'm talking about our journey my journey, your journey. My journey on Earth, Lord, my journey from heaven to Earth, and my journey from Earth back to heaven. Has it pleased you, Lord? What have I done? What have I done on my journey that delighted you? I came out of the womb crying. I cried when I needed to be changed. I cried when I needed food. I cried when I fell and got my hands and my clothes dirty. I cried when I fell and hurt myself. Hmm. I cried when I started daycare and had to leave my mommy and my daddy. I cried when the kids took my favorite toy and made it to become theirs. I even cried when my teacher let another child sit on her lap and not me. I cried when I was not sleepy, but was made to put my head down anyway. I remember my first day of school. I cried that first day, and guess what? I've had many firsts, and I've been crying ever since. Crying, crying, crying. Is it safe to say that our journey has been one crying fest after the other? is it safe to say that someone has always been picking on me picking on you in one way or the other making you cry well jesus has promised to come back and when he does will he find you still crying about something will he I write this because I was just comfortable lying in my bed talking to the Lord. But somewhere between the talking, I fell asleep. And in my sleep state, I saw a beautifully carved, smooth, cherry colored flatboard. On the flatboard was dust. The dust particles began to fly off of the board in so many different directions. They were flying everywhere. They were beautiful white specks, they were. They flew off of the board as if they had a sense of direction and a sense of purpose. I'm talking about the dust particles that I saw during my sleep state. They shot off the board with a sense of urgency. I focused on the urgency. That was what I saw. They flew off so quickly and with so much purpose until the flat board was completely clear Of any dust particles. When I woke up I lay on my bed pondering the incident but I liken it to our journey. We were made from dust and when we die our bodies will return to that same state of being dust ashes to ashes dust to dust. Remember that? Well, for sure, that will be the last thing said regarding our existence here on earth. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. But my question to you is this What are you doing here in this body, here on earth, before it has to return back to dust? How many lives have you touched? How much of your dust fell on people and made a difference in their lives? How much of your dust tickled them all over and made them laugh out loud? How much of your dust removed the cloudiness from their minds and caused them to think straight, caused them to no longer be in a fog? How much of your dust rubbed off on somebody? And when you left them, they said something like, I once was blind, but now I see. Other than the dust in your personal home on your furniture, how much of your dust is rubbing off on your spouse? When was the last time you prayed each other to sleep? Or did you just take your sleeping pill and drift off into sweet nothingness? With your dust lying dormant with the person that needed it the most. You sleep in the same bed. You lay there night after night and watch your spouse toss and turn From worry and stress, many times moaning and groaning and physical pain, and you never lift your hands to rub your dust or comfort on them. In fact, many of you have already moved out of the marriage bed altogether. So, hence, they worry in silence and suffer pain in silence. Where is your dust? Where is your dust for your children and your grandchildren? They're right there, right down the hall from you, mesmerized, receiving into their brains, the horrors of violence, killings and murders in epic ways and epic proportions. Where's your dust for them? Where's your dust for your home? Remember how I said that the dust flew off of that board as if they had a sense of direction and a sense of purpose? Remember I talked about how the dust just shot off of that board with a sense of urgency? Where is your urgency? Your dust is your anointing. Where is it? When did you last use it? God wants your dust to be spread in so many directions, landing here and landing there, falling on this one and falling on that one. Your dust. You are going to go back to dust soon. Ever since the fall, it was ordained that we would not live forever. Hmm. But at a set time, we would return back from whence we came to dust. You are here for a purpose and with a purpose. The plan of God for us always was for a purposeful living. Not meaningless living. Why are you okay with being brought here crying and crying every day of your life because somebody hit you? Somebody didn't speak to you. Somebody didn't smile at you. Because somebody didn't recognize your worth. Crying because somebody walked past you in a hurry, minding their own personal business, and didn't speak to you. So now you're crying. Crying because they didn't call your name for all the work that you did at church. The work that you did with the wrong motive. You preach, teach and sing about this little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. But the minute you say the benediction, you go dark. You go dark all over again until it's time to preach Teach and sing again. You go dark. Why do you keep going dark? Where's your dust? Your spouse and your children left you because they couldn't take another day of seeing you with your head down crying. You came here crying. And you cried every day. And now, months and years later, you're sick. With only a few months to live. And now you're really crying. Because you're on your way back to what you first came from. Dust. doing what you did when you first came here, when you first came out of the womb, crying. Was that God's purpose for your life here on earth? To come here crying and to leave here crying? He gave you free will and he's never ever going to take free will away from you. My question to you, what did you do with the purpose that was spoken over your life? What did you do with the direction that was given to you? What, would, what did you do with that big vineyard that you were trained to work in? He's coming back. What will he find you doing? Hopefully, not crying. Hopefully, not feeling sorry for yourself. All the gifts that he gave you still lying dormant because you couldn't get over yourself. Do the assessment today of yourself and your purpose for being. How many people Have you prayed for today? How many people have you prayed for this week? He knows your name. He knows my name. He knows all about us. Is he pleased? That we have not used our dust? That our dust have not left our hand with a sense of direction and purpose and urgency? When was the last time you fasted and prayed for your family? Your pastor, your church, your community, your leaders. When was the last time you prayed for the government, missionaries, missionaries who are tormented and killed? For the sake of ministry. For Christ's sake. Even though. You can't do what they do. And you won't. The Lord still has some people who can and will. Regardless of the sacrifice. We are a rich people. A rich nation. And we give God. Very little. We don't give him our best. We don't make the sacrifice for him. The anointing that he gave to us, it lies dormant. The oil lies dormant. Doesn't leave our hands with a sense of urgency. In fact, What are we really urgent about? It wasn't long ago that we experienced all of us experienced smoke particles that landed on our turf. We could see some of the particles on our cars, inside of our windowsills. We could even taste it on our tongues. It traveled. It left Canada with a sense of direction and purpose and urgency and landed, hey God, here in a town near us. I saw it in my windowsills. It seeped into my house. I tasted it on my tongue. Where is our dust? Where is that dust that I saw in my dream? Who is it spreading to? If you don't want to spread your dust, can you please pray for your fellow saints in other parts of the world whose lives are in danger daily? who sacrifice themselves daily just because they are committed to reaching souls and winning them to Christ. (laughs) Guess what? They are not taking pictures of themselves as they crawl on their bellies to secretly get the word of God out, hiding in unclean and unsafe places, living in danger day in and day out. They are committed and dedicated to the purpose for which they were created. They are not spending their days feeling sorry for themselves, crying. They are working out their soul's salvation. If you can't do it, can you at least pray for them? How many people have you given the salvation plan to in this past week? Whether you call it the invitation, whether you call it leading them to Christ, the question is, when was the last time you did that thing? Whatever you call that thing. Whatever you call the plan. When was the last time you did it? When was the last time you sat down and counseled with someone about their need for guidance in the areas that God gifted you in? When? How many names are on your prayer list? Do you have a prayer list? Whose names have you checked off this week as healed? And delivered? How many names did you check off where you sent them to a local church? How many? How many names? How many people did you follow up with this week? How many check marks that says still have more work to do with them on this or on that? How many? We're talking about your dust. Talking about your anointing. That should be everywhere. But is lying, lying dormant. It should be flying from your hands with a sense of urgency. It's time to have a sense of purpose. It's time to become urgent. It's time to tell your own self, alert, alert, alert. I've got to go here. I've got to go there. I've got to make this call. I've got to pray this prayer. The Lord is speaking this. The Lord is saying this. Who's receiving that from you? When was the last time the Lord spoke something in your spirit, and you got up early? You got up early in the morning and made a call and said to that person, "I know it's early, but the Lord has said thus and thus regarding you, regarding your family, regarding your trip, regarding your job." Hallelujah. How many times has the Holy Spirit redirected your prayer in this week? Letting you know that you were praying amiss. Because sometimes in our flesh, in our own desire, we pray amiss. What time do you set aside for just quiet? time for the Lord to just wash over you. For him to speak to you. For you to have your own personal conversation with the Lord. What time do you set aside for that? Just hearing and enjoying the peace that comes from stillness. Be still and see the salvation of the Lord what is your journey looking like right now as you are listening to me what is your journey assess your journey it is coming to an end the journey I mean it really is According to Hebrews 9 27, it's coming to an end. We're not going to be here forever. This anointing that we have, this dust that we have, the dust that I saw that flew off of that board with purpose, we won't have that forever. What will your end journey look like if it ends today? What will you have accomplished based on your purpose for being placed on earth? Think about it. I know you got the dr- uh, the job of your dreams, but you're going to leave that. You're going to leave it here. You finally got a great savings. You're going to leave it here. Man, You have the cutest, most adorable and intelligent kids. Guess what? Even them, you're gonna leave here. All the clothes and shoes, every fashion you have in your closet, you're gonna leave it here. You finally accomplish your earthly bucket list. But trust me, the memories will fade when you leave here it will all perish in a flash just like a vapor the life in you is just waiting for the trumpet to sound the life that is in you today is just waiting for the trumpet to sound but since the trumpet hasn't sounded yet Why are you not living your life and delighting in the Lord with every fiber of your being? Why are you taking it for granted that you're gonna be here forever? You're not. What are you waiting on to sprinkle your dust all around, to send some next door to your next door neighbor to spread it in your community, on your street, in the grocery store, in the, in the doctor's office. What are you in the hospitals? In the nursing home. What are you waiting? Why, why is your dust still lying dormant? Why are you not yelling from the rooftop these words? It is in him that I live and move and have my being. Why are you not yelling that? As you spread your anointing. We are all just a vapor. That appears for a little while. And then vanishes away. And after the vanishing. And the dust has obeyed and gone back to dust. What do you have left? The judgment. After they have said ashes to ashes and dust to dust, what's left? The judgment. As it is written, As surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me and every tongue will confess to God. So that means. That each one of us will have no choice but to give account of ourselves to God. We are held accountable down here on earth for doing or not doing the very thing that He sent us here to do, that He gifted and prepared us to do, that He anointed us to do. We will have to give an account. Of not using the light that he gave to us. So that people could run to us. But instead of running to us, they run away from us. They didn't even see us. Because we were the darkness. We, the barrels of light. The light bringers. We became the darkness. We were as dark as they were. We cried in the same way that they did. Woe is me. In the same way that they, that they did. We will have to give an account of that. People came to us crying. But we couldn't help them because we too were crying ourselves and we couldn't stop crying because our troubles, our sorrows were so great. You will have to explain it. And guess what? God don't play. You knew on earth that he didn't play, but standing before him in judgment we will know for sure that he doesn't play. Romans fourteen twelve says, So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Read it for yourself. That's the word of God. In closing, Who has your dust landed on today? Remember the picture that I gave you of the dust and how it looked and what it did. Remember about the sense of urgency. The dust was gone, the dust specks, the particles, were beautiful white specks. Remember I said they flew off of that board as if they had a sense of direction. And a sense of purpose. They shot off of that board with a sense of urgency. Until the flat board was completely clear of any dust particles. We're not supposed to leave here for. What are you still holding on to? Empty yourself. God gave you gifts. He filled you up with his word. Let that word, cause that word to spill out on everybody that you meet. Cause your light to shine bright, beam down on everybody that you meet. Let it be on their tongues. Let it flow in their ho- in their homes. Let let that those dust particles be all over them. It's time to get a sense of urgency. It's time to settle down and get some direction. That was my conversation with the Lord. That was what he laid me down and allowed me to see. He's speaking to all of us loud and clear. Take a rest. Be still. And allow God to reveal himself to you. I pray that this podcast was a blessing to you. God bless you real, real, real good today. But more than anything else, assess your life, assess your journey. You're not here to stay. It is appointed unto man once to die. And then after death, the judgment. God bless you. And thank you for listening.